0: Well, hello, White Sox fans. How you guys doing tonight? Hope you guys are doing well after watching uh, what is best described as mediocre baseball over the last uh, week or so. Um, my name is Ian Eskridge. I'm here with my co-host, the Danny Miller. How you doing, Danny? Uh,
1: I'm doing better than some, being that uh, I was at work for today's debacle, but, uh, you know, uh, outside of baseball world here, I am, uh, still recovering from, uh, you know, the ailments that we talked about last week and, uh, you know, progressing some, so that's always a, uh, a bonus, but, uh, you know, life in general is pretty good aside from being a, uh, a Sox fan. And I think you're being nice when you say, uh, mediocre baseball, uh, it's been kind of terrible, man, uh. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, As long as the White Sox are in the Central Division, they are not, you know, hope is not lost as far as, you know, making a postseason appearance. Uh, Unfortunately, going beyond the first round, it might be completely lost. Who knows? But uh, the days of saying it's early, you know, are behind us. And uh, I'm sure we'll get a little bit more into that, you know, being that. uh, we both kind of set our marker on Memorial Day here, and it is now uh, a few days past Memorial Day. So, anywho, uh, how are you doing, man? How's life in the world of Ian and uh, Colton's baseball? Because I know that uh, I know that takes up quite a bit of your time here. And
0: yeah, so- had practice earlier today. Uh, had a game yesterday, um, actually against uh, a team that is sponsored by the White Sox. So it, it, uh, you know. We didn't do well, so (laughs) that was, I mean, it wasn't, they just, the team just did not play well. But, um, yeah, uh, other than no AC in the house, again, um, Central Air went out on, maybe on Sunday night uh, before Memorial Day. And it's, uh, they're coming to fix it tomorrow, hopefully. Um, So that's been brutal. Uh, Yeah,
1: it's been warm
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the lucky thing for me is that I'm not home that much until nighttime. So, um, you know, the, you know, warmth of the day generally gets pushed out the windows by the time I, you know, like I get home for like 20 minutes and then open up all the windows and everything. It's been all right. But I mean, we just got the, the un the new unit in november of 2020, 2021. So, so we're
1: looking at about a year and a half here or we've so-ish.
0: we've had one summer of air conditioning and uh it stopped working, so I'm not entirely sure, and you know like when you pay you know five thousand bucks and for an a c unit and uh you hope that they work for longer than a year,
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I, uh, tend to agree with that statement wholeheartedly. Uh, You know, fortunately for you, at least it's not like, you know, mid to late July, early August where, uh, you know, temperatures can really get brutal. But, you know, nonetheless, it doesn't it doesn't suck any less, you know, when, uh, like you said, you, you spend that kind of money and things don't work out the way you would hope for. Yeah. I think the hottest got well, you know, gotten you know. here
0: is like eighty three. So it, you know, I mean, it's obviously it's unpleasant, but it hasn't been you know like when our AC unit went out the first time. It went out in August of twenty twenty one, and I remember
1: having this conversation. actually. Yeah. I think we, I think we had a conversation on stream as a matter of fact about yep.
0: that. Yep, yeah, I had an an AC a portable AC unit here in this room with me for like a month until they i mean it like and until it cooled down outside and then it wasn't too bad um and then they didn't get like we we had to you know it was during the you know whole supply chain issue you know post covid so they couldn't even get an ac unit for months and so when we finally got it it was november and i was like okay cool well how do i know it works you know? Well,
1: yeah, and I, you know, you you get through a summer like last summer, which, you know, we did have some of those uh, brutally hot days last summer, and uh, you think you're all good, and then this happens. But at least you get a reprieve when you go to work, I guess. Uh, you know, it's not exactly what you're looking for. You would like the things work at home the way they're supposed to, but I really would. I feel for you, man. I yeah. feel for you. You know, speaking of AC issues, last Monday before I ended up with my uh, medical issues early Monday morning, I uh, went and got my, uh, my AC recharged on my truck, which is uh, roughly seven years old here now. And uh, you know, it was blowing cold. Everything was fantastical. Um, found a bird inside my grill, you know, while we were doing that, checking for leaks. Uh, you know, so shout out to the guys over at Perfect Pitch. Uh, Mike, the owner, is uh, is a very good friend of mine, stood up at my wedding. Uh, best mechanic I know. But, uh, you know, I, I rolled over there before work, and he says, oh, you know, you've got zero pressure in your system, so you got to leak somewhere. Yep. So we did the whole thing with the machine, and, uh, you know, he says, well, good thing is, is, uh, you know, even though you have zero pressure in there now, it's not holding any th- well, you know, when you came in. He uh he put the uh the die yeah. in, in Freon in and it did hold pressure for about twenty minutes. And he said, Well, the good thing is it's holding, so let's go ahead and run it. And it blew it was it was blowing cold. And uh here we are uh a week later Monday. Yeah, yeah, it was exactly a week later. Monday I got in the truck and on Memorial Day and I got nothing but heat. It was like I had you know, full on heat on in there. And I went, Oh boy. So uh, yeah, yep. you know, I'm probably looking at spending anywhere between 1500 and grand on, uh, having heat in my, uh, my vehicle as well.
0: So I feel your pain, brother.
1: Yeah, I really do. It's not the same as $5,000 in your house where you try to sleep at night, but
0: yeah. Everyone. Well, I mean, you know, uh, it's, it's only uh, a year and a few months old. So, I mean, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, if there's anything major wrong with it, it should be covered, I would think. Um, and you know, we've got homeowners and uh, insurance, uh, the warranty, homeowner warranty. So hopefully, that sorts it all out, and it doesn't end up costing us too much. But you never know; we'll see. Um, yeah. So. Um, well, good
1: luck to you, my good sir.
0: Yeah, yeah. As a as a former auto tech guy. You know that's the thing with air conditioning is people think that you can just drive up and get freon for your car and everything will be fine like it just goes away. It doesn't go away unless there's a leak. Otherwise, yeah, it stays it, in there.
1: Right, freon is not one of those things that just dissipates over time. Uh, yep. You know any HVAC guy worth his salt will tell you the same. Uh, it's a common misconception that it just evaporates over time. It does not. It, it doesn't does even not. it. It really does. It's that's the kind of thing that doesn't even like get worn out per se. You know, uh, it's kind of a one of those things that stays in a closed system, and it uh, it pretty much runs the same as long as the equipment is performing properly. And unfortunately, you know, it is not infallible. So, you know,
0: here we yep. are. Uh, to answer your question <laughs> about uh, Colton's baseball, they won a baseball tournament last week, so that was cool.
1: Yeah, that thank you for sending me the picture. That was awesome. Seeing him there with his uh his medal was uh very cool.
0: Yeah, he got all iced out. It was nice. You know, he's got a nice uh nice medallion. Yeah. I mean, it didn't come with a gold chain, so you know, or a platinum chain, so you know, it's not quite as uh prestigious as
1: uh Oh, yeah. You're not you're not hawking that later on for uh
0: you know no. early retirement funds no I'm not uh but you know it was uh it was a fun moment um he went three for three in the game and uh pitched three innings and struck out seven um very nice gave up one hit no runs it was it was good walk nobody it was pretty good pretty happy with that so yeah um, it's
1: a, it's a heck of an outing I'd be happy to see some of that here in the south side
0: yeah especially after today uh <laughs> Lance Lynn, you know, um, we thought maybe, just maybe, he was getting his feet back under him, and, you know, he had had a couple of decent outings in a row, and, um, you know, one really, really good one, Um, and today he goes out and gives up eight, Walks, walks a couple, strikes out only four. Um, three home runs. And the thing was, is that, uh, you know, he's trying to get ahead in the count. So he's throwing first pitch fastballs and they were not letting it go by and just watching it. They were hammering it. And, um, yeah,
1: you know, I saw some folks kind of, you know, doing their thing on, on social media as they do, you know, a lot of pissing and moaning going yes, on they do. There. You know, it sounded, you know, and, and I listened on the radio, so I didn't get a chance to see it on television. Although I don't know why I'm doing it to myself right now. I actually do have the, uh, the uh, NBC Sports encore of the White Sox game going. Oh, yeah. I have it on in the background here. And uh, yeah, so I guess I'm a glutton for punishment, but... Anyways, getting back to what I was saying about the folks on social media, it just sounded like he was serving up some cookies. Oh,
0: yeah. It was like Damn. 92. Like there, And the thing was, in the first inning, uh, he had already given up, uh, I think it was uh, Mike Trout, two-run home run. Yeah, it was Mike Trout in the first inning. And right. um, Gio Urshela was up. Uh, I think there was two guys on base, if I remember correctly. And he threw a... Uh, He was down 3-0 in the count, and he threw just a a 93-mile-an-hour fastball over the heart of the plate, and I was like, man— so happy they didn't the give the the green light to Urshela there because he would have hit it to the moon. And he I drew,
1: believe he did the same thing on the next pitch too. Didn't ninety,
0: he did yeah, pitch? it was ninety four. It was a mile fast, mile an hour faster, but the location was a little bit better. It was a little bit farther inside, and he got under it and fouled it back. Um, had Urshela not missed those pitches, um, you know. Yeah, brutal. And, you know, like he only goes four innings in the first place. And uh, at that point, um, I think he had like, uh, when he, when Urshela was up, I think he was at like uh, like 20 pitches or so. It actually wasn't that bad. But had Urshela extended the inning, could have gotten really ugly really quick instead of, uh, you know, slowly you know the slow burn <laughs> yes yeah, so just twisting the knife over you know nine innings just giving up you know multiple two-run home runs uh otani hit two two-run home runs um yeah and he uh, one yeah, of them i think went like 460 monsters.
1: yeah yeah i think they they originally said it was like 470 something and they knocked it down to
0: 460 like whatever i yeah, don't it know it says 433 on the site but i mean TBH, maybe there was, it was farther than 433. You can say what you want, that thing he nuked that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know,
1: uh, you talk about that slow burn, it's like the old saying about throwing a frog into a you know, you throw a frog into a pot of boiling water and it, it knows it's being cooked but you put that frog into a, 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 a lukewarm pot of water and turn the heat on and gradually bring the heat up he doesn't really know until it's too late. I mean, yeah, he's you know, like, this is fine. Feeling, yeah.
0: <laughs> Sipping kinda, his coffee. This is fine.
1: Kind of got the feeling that that was what was going on here in the Sox game, although it didn't last, ex- you know, exactly too, too long. I mean, by the fourth inning, you knew they were pretty much cooked.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, when it's when it's 8-1, to one, it, was, uh, it was fairly apparent at that point that, uh, you know, I mean, we've seen this offense on this team, and, I mean, you know, other than that one really big comeback, do you remember the Sox doing anything like that in years? In recent history? Yeah. No, I no, I can't remember.
1: No, know. honestly, you know, speaking of frogs, you know, being slowly cooked and everything's fine, I'm starting to feel like maybe you know that's the uh, the way this season is going. You know, when I, especially when I bring up things like, as long as they're in the Central Division, there's a chance. But uh oh god is i mean
0: it doesn't feel like it does it I mean it well really here's the thing yeah. is even if they play 500 from now until the end of the season which would be uh, a, a mar- you know like a pretty marked improvement over how the season started uh the issue though is that they started off like what like 14 games below 500 so yeah, it's like, like if they play like 500 yeah i th- i think uh what are they now under I think I'm trying to remember how many I I don't you know what I mean this is how bad it's gotten is that I don't even pay attention yeah they're 12 under right now so I mean if they play 500 from now on out they're they're 12 games under and somebody in the division is going to rattle off something to get like 85 wins or something and the the White Sox are going to get nowhere close to that Um, also speaking of Frogs uh, so my wife does uh, preschool slash daycare stuff here, and okay. uh, we have a tadpole in our uh, in our kitchen right now uh, in a that's in a tank. Yeah, he's going to turn into a frog, but uh, now he's a tadpole. Uh, I named, I named him uh, Tad Lasso. Um, no. So <laughs> that's that's who's really living nice. on our on our counter right now. Uh, his little Tad fat headed tadpole. Does he so, uh, does he get a new name when he morphs into the frog? I you know, I mean that's Michigan J. I mean the the <laughs> uh the names that were suggested by the kids, uh one kid said we should name him Backflip. Um another kid said uh, Dingo. And I forget what the other name was. Some other equally absurd name. Certainly not as good as Tad Lasso. So um I don't know, we'll see. I don't know if we can trust these kids to name the frog. Ah, you know, I don't know
1: that they'll ever... Well, depending on the age of these children, but if it's a daycare kind of thing, I'm guessing... Yeah, like three and four. Yeah, I'm guessing most of these kids have no idea, or if not all of these kids have no idea who Ted Lasso is. That's true. Uh, It's not exactly a savory... it's entertainment not, for those of three and four years old
0: well i mean they're, they'd be oblivious well actually probably not they'd probably be walking around saying the f word all all the time <laughs> after after watching that but um where did you hear that yeah oh, um, at
1: the Bridge house
0: <laughs> uh no sir um whoopsie <laughs> yeah so uh yeah i don't know we'll see what happened did you know that frogs live for like five years I mean, I didn't I, know. I did not. I did not know it was that long, but I, I figured it was a while. And my wife's like, "I just bought a frog, and they lived for five years." And I'm like, "So it's not like the goldfish
1: you used to get for throwing ping pong balls when you were a kid." Yeah, no.
0: I'm like, well, <laughs> "What are we gonna What are we gonna do with it?" <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I don't want a frog. Um, yeah. She normally gets butterflies. And, you know, they do their butterfly. chrysalis thing, and then they turn into the butterfly. You know, they start as a little worm and whatever. And um, this one was uh, a little bit more involved, and he's going to live for five years. I mean, you know, assuming that uh, we can manage to uh, keep him alive through this uh, first first part of uh, being Tad Lasso, you know? Yeah. What do you do once he becomes a frog? Do you keep this thing?
1: I mean, Bullfrogs frogs get kind of noisy. Uh I mean, I've spent some time out there in, in the forest reserves on uh, nice bullfrogs. Uh, I mean, this evening. is not a
0: bullfrog. It's just a it's like a uh I don't even know. I can't remember she told me what it was. I can't remember what it's called, but it's uh some sort of It's not a bullfrog. It's not one of the ones that gets, you know, big, huge and fat and then you can hear them from 8 miles away, you know.
1: <laughs> right, right, right.
0: Hmm. Um Yeah.
1: so uh can we uh can we just do a whole stream about frogs? And I mean, I really don't want to talk about White Sox.
0: Yeah, I'll have to uh, <laughs> I'll have to research it a little bit more. Maybe we can do that next episode. Next episode, we'll dub the frog episode, and we'll we'll go through and um, you know, maybe I'll uh, bring Tad Lasso up here, and we can interview him. Oh, that would be sweet. <laughs> and he just, I mean, literally all he does most of the time, anyway, is just sits there in the water i mean he doesn't even like swim 99 percent of the time so it's not exactly uh exciting living right now but uh the one thing is that when he turns into a frog we get rid of most of the water and we have to like put some soil in there you know all that stuff so he can uh, dig around down there and whatever and be comfortable down there so Mm -hmm. Do frog things. I do frog things. Whatever. I mean, I'll find out what they are because uh, five right. years is a long time to figure <laughs> figure that out. Yeah. Um, so, so congratulations! on becoming yeah, a frog dad. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Um, it's probably like the uh, I don't know, maybe fiftieth most important thing to ever happen. I mean, I've never had any,
1: but fiftieth, huh?
0: All right, okay. I mean, maybe that's a little all bit right. high. All a little right. high. All right, all right.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I've never had them, but I hear frog legs are delicious.
0: Yeah, we have uh, at the uh, at the casino. We have a frog a frog bar there, and they have frog legs. I really taste like chicken. I've never had them. Um, I mean, I've had escargot, but I've never had frog legs. See,
1: I see, I see where this, conver- this, this conversation's taking a turn really quickly here. Yeah, we were just talking about Tad Lasso's early days on this planet.
0: (laughs) We're talking about a frog bar. You know, like the thing is, is like they, they, they get when they, they yeah, exactly. Uh, they, they give you instructions with the frog and they tell you in the instructions that they live for five years. And so if you wait until they're a frog, not, not if you wait until they're a frog, but you know, like, if you don't want it anymore, that you're supposed to give it to somebody who likes frogs or wants a frog and to well, not release them into it. the wild. And I'm like, what? You know, like, I mean, uh, yeah, okay, fine. But, uh, you know, like my uh, my brother-in-law, he's got a nice pond in his backyard. Um, You know, maybe he wants to live there. I don't know. It, yeah, I did. I don't know. Maybe there's
1: something about its its formative uh, growth period. It uh, it doesn't learn in captivity. I, I mean, agree. I
0: guess. Um, but I
1: mean, what what do tadpoles do? You know, when they're not in captivity, they swim around their little pond anyway and hope they don't get eaten before they get their little legs.
0: Yeah, pretty much. So I don't. I don't I mean, know. At least
1: what I know. I mean, you know, thanks Discovery Channel. But that's about all I know about frogs. <laughs>
0: Yeah, frogs. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, How many people have we lost? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I haven't even looked. I'm sure that there's. I'm sure that there's all sorts of uh, interesting frog conversation going on in the in the chat here that I just have not been paying attention to. Uh, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um. So, um, Romy Gonzalez has Island. done some things. He has. Um, as we have mentioned that he would, uh, if given some significant playing time. And I mean, you know, like the the numbers haven't taken like a huge uptick yet. Um and I don't really expect him to uh you know, like he's not gonna be the kind of guy who's gonna go out and hit three twenty and like twenty five home runs for you. He's just not, you know. But you could get two sixty, a good glove, and uh fifteen to twenty home runs out of him. You know, with with a bunch of doubles. And
1: uh I would find that acceptable.
0: Yeah, and I mean uh so so the question is is that uh you know Elvis is down in Charlotte right now on his rehab assignment. And he uh he actually DH'd today. And as you could imagine, the DH uh singles hitter um didn't help so much with uh driving and runs and uh, they mm-hmm. lost 4-0. Um, you don't say. Yeah. And I will say, uh, you know, so there's a guy who got uh, got promoted from AA, Garrett Devila, And uh, he's a lefty. Um, he's a crafty lefty. Um, lots of breaking pitches. Uh, his velo is not, you know, it's like hits like 93, 94. Nothing, you know, crazy. But uh, he's pretty good. He struck out 11 today. So... Yeah, and yeah. I think this that follows up Yeah, I think he okay. I think he had like 8 Ks his last start or something like that. Um I'd have to look, but um you know, I like the thing is is that he's not going to be the kind of guy that's going to uh you know, he's not going to be Chris Sale. He's not going to go out there and get the uh, you know, like the Cy Young and blow anybody away and do like any crazy you know, go on any crazy runs or anything, but uh He's a guy that, uh, you know, maybe because, you know, after the Davis Martin TJ um, and, you know, like we're getting the the Jesse Schultons show right now. He pitched today, gave up a he gave up a two run home run as well. I can't remember at that point I was uh, I was also at work, so I didn't really get to uh, pay much attention to that one particular uh at one particular time, um, when that was going on, let's see here. Ah, yes, the Taylor Ward home run. That's what it was. Um, so yes, he did give up a uh, did give up a, a home run. Uh, Shohei was on base when that happened, so he didn't hit the home run. He was just on base for it. Um, but um, you know, the other guy that's in triple a right now that you could think that maybe would be a guy that you would possibly bring up to, to do something like that would be Nate Fisher. And I mean, to be honest, he's pretty much the same thing as Garrett Davila. And he's a left-handed pitcher as well. So, um, as I, I think it was ladder and joyer brought it up last week, you know, that we might actually have somebody that's going to break that streak of what, like 175 games at this point with no left-handed starts. I
1: think it's right
0: at 170, If I'm not mistaken, that is brutal. Um, yeah, but, uh, you know, that's a, that's another one. Uh, Sean Burke had a, had a decent outing as well. Um, in Charlotte, and it looks like he's kind of on the rebound and looking a little bit healthier. And, um, you know, there's uh, – hopefully there's there's some guys up there that, you know, some guys that can come and take spot starts and uh, at least can be competent, you know. Um, right. Hey, not, I'm, I'm with you. Not going to wow anybody, you know, but at least come up and give you five innings. You know, Well, it's of,
1: not like our current starters are wowing anybody right now anyway, so –
0: no, that is uh, that you is one hundred percent true.
1: It's unfortunate. Lance Lynn looked like you said earlier on in this in this show that uh, Lance Lynn looked like he was putting some things together today. It didn't uh, quite work out for him. Uh, Michael Kopech had a couple of really really good starts back to back, and then uh, you know had uh, a-, a coming back to earth start in his last start. Um. You know, we were hoping that maybe this pitching staff had finally figured something out. Dylan Cease hasn't been himself pretty much most of the twenty twenty three season so far. Uh, You know, Luke pitched a good game yesterday. Uh, wasn't anything spectacular per se, but went out there and got the job done. You know, Uh, it's just been one of those things where you know we can sit here and talk about minor leaguers coming up and getting some spot starts and, and taking some pressure off of the starting rotation. And, you know, especially when you got, you know, Clev, who's uh, just going to be coming back from, uh, you know, an IL stint and uh, on Friday, supposedly. um, Yeah. He'll be back. Yeah. Supposedly on Friday. You kind of hope that you got somebody down in the wing to uh, take that pressure off. Like we've been talking about, but honestly, I mean, I can't expect much from the starting staff right now, let alone, you know, these guys coming up. So I, if they're not going to, you know, do anything to wow me, but they're still maybe put some serviceable innings together, you know, I'm all for it. You give these guys a taste of the, of the show and, uh, you know, let's see what they can do.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, you know, we'll see, we'll see. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, you know, I mean, Davila's uh newly up from double a i mean i think he's got like four four starts or something like that in uh charlotte uh two you know in one stint and then two in this i think or maybe it was one and now two um you know like that's a that's a fairly big jump for him and uh, like i said sean burke is just now seeming to start to get his sea legs under him and uh starting to feel a little bit better um you know he's still giving up some runs and um that stuff but you know that's that's going to be a work in progress. He's not going to be one of those guys that's just ready to go off the rip. He's uh he needs you know like the command disappears for for a little bit at a time. Like he uh in the top of the 4th yesterday he walked the first three batters. Ouch. Yeah, I mean like that it's like stuff like that where he just kind of loses it for a little bit and then usually he finds it again. But you know how much damage and against, uh, you know, major league hitters, what's you know, what's going to get done to him? I mean, he only gave up one run in that inning. Um, uh, Carlos Perez, you know, caught a guy sleeping at third base and picked him off after a, sh- uh, you know, after a pitch or whatever. I can't remember if it was. I think. It- I don't think it was a strikeout. I think it was just during the middle of an at bat. Just caught the guy sleeping and picked him off at third um, to get out of that inning after he loaded the bases with nobody out. Uh, just on, I think it was on like something like fifteen pitches or something. He didn't even throw like. Yeah, it was not good. Anyway, um, he, he, he he got out of it. You know, he pitched his way out of it and whatever. But uh, you know, like stuff like that up here. That kind of stuff is going to get you in a lot more trouble, and it's going to get you down there. Oh, yeah, it's going
1: to bite you. It sure is. Um, You know, I want to back up the bus here a little bit, because when you started this uh, little farm report that we've got going on right now, the first name you mentioned was uh, Elvis Andrews. And uh, it sounds like he'll be making his way back to the uh, MLB club here shortly if you are to listen to Pedro Grey Falls comments recently, uh, and uh, speaking of those comments, like you know, you and I and our very discussion in the uh, chat.
0: Oh, Logan, recently. yeah,
1: yeah. And uh, I just wanted to get your opinion on uh, what you think of Pedro's comments. The ones being that uh, you know, if Romy Gonzalez stays hot, uh, he's going to get the playing time, and if Elvis comes back up. And he catches fire; he's going to get playing time. Uh, Logan kind of pointed out that uh, how does Elvis even get an opportunity if we're talking about Romy staying hot? Uh, we're kind of hoping that Romy doesn't fall off a ledge here, right? I mean, so I, I want to get your your thoughts on that whole you know manager speak moment there.
0: Well, I mean, you could look at it uh, this way that uh, Elvis Andrus, who is a veteran Major League player, has like a negative .4 war for the year. And Romy, who is just getting his feet wet and getting consistent at-bats for the first time, is at a negative .6. Um, I don't, and, and you know at second base, I don't think Elvis really has that much better of a glove than Romy does. I so don't disagree. I, you know,
1: it's, it's pretty obvious to me that, uh, Elvis Andrews is, uh, he, he's a shortstop, you know, he's, he's done some, he's done some time playing second base for the white Sox, filling a hole that probably should have been filled, you know, uh, with dirt. All you know, Well, <laughs> It should have been filled some other way. Let's just say that. But, yeah. uh, you know, his his best position is, it is more than obvious that it's, it's shortstop. And yeah. as long as Tim Anderson's on this team, you're not going to see Elvis Andrews play shortstop. So I'm with you. I'd much rather see Romy Gonzalez go out there and cut his teeth a little bit. You know what I mean? Especially now, you know, like you say, he's got that 0.6 or negative 0.6 war. But uh, as of late, he's kind of turned things on here a little bit. I'd like to see him get an opportunity to climb out of that hole.
0: Um, you know, you know, to Pedro Grifols' comment that if Elvis catches fire, then he'll play. And I pretty like my exact response was: the only way Elvis is going to catch fire is if Tom Selleck comes and gives him a hot foot. Um <laughs> I mean you got four or five good weeks out of him last year at the end of the season. And to me that was like the September call up, you know, where a kid comes up and he you know, a la Gordon Beckham, you know, where he comes up, torches the world, and then after that, nah. You know, and like the thing was, is that before Elvis was here, it was, meh, he came here, he had a good, you know, a good stretch, dipped out for a little bit, and then he had another good stretch, you know, like right as the season was tailing out. And, you know, we had this conversation. I was perfectly fine going with Romy and Lenine Sosa to fight it out for second base and utility. And they went out and they signed Elvis and they signed Hanser Alberto. Um, And, you know, Hanser Alberto, he's, you know, he's a good clubhouse guy. He's okay. But, you know, we're looking at the exact same scenario that we saw with Larry, which is when he's thrust into an everyday role, he's exposed, you know, and you see all the warts. You know, you see the problems. You see why he's not a starting caliber player. And uh, here we are again with the exact same scenario. And, and you know, it's a utility, and you've got injuries, so you have to fill it somehow. And uh, you know, when they were trying to—I uh, mean, I guess they're still trying to—but uh, you know, when they were trying to salvage the the season early on, they're like, "Well, he's got major league experience, and he's been doing it for years, so we're going to put him in that spot." And, you know, like my whole problem with the, the sign those two signings in the first place was that you are stunting the growth of Lenin Sosa and Romy Gonzalez and kicking their development, you know, kicking the can down the road, so to speak. And Elvis and Hanser Alberto are likely not going to be here for very long. So why why are we prolonging this whole thing and putting ourselves into like probably the exact same situation next year because we're still wondering what Lenin Sosa and Romy Gonzalez can do if Romy falls flat on his face and continues to hit two eleven, which which he's hitting right now, if he continues to do that, oh, and that's up almost a hundred points from where he was a week and a half. True, true. But I mean, con- you know, say he continues to hit like around two hundred, then he'll be like Elvis Andrews. But um, you know, say he continues to hit around two eleven, you know, he's not the answer, you know. Right, right. And then you bring Lenin Sosa up, and like the thing, you know, when we were talking about those two guys, like my kind of my thought on the whole thing was that Romy has played outfield, and he's a pretty decent outfielder. He can play second base. He can play shortstop. He can play first base. He can play third base. He's even pitched before. I know. Ridiculous. But, um, you know, like the thing is, is that he has experience at all these different positions. So it's, it's a natural fit for him to fit into that utility role if that's what you decided was going to happen. Say Lenny and Sosa beat him out for the second base position, you know. Um, but as we know... Uh, that wasn't, uh, that's not what ended up happening. And everybody rejoiced when Elvis Andrews was signed because, Hey, we got, look at that. We got our, we got uh, our veteran for second base. And, you know, it just like, I mean, not to say that we're the all knowing, you know, smart guys, but I mean, pretty much exactly what happened is what we said was going to happen. So right. he
1: reverted to his career norms or even maybe slightly below mm-hmm. and, uh,
0: Unfortunately. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. And, and, you know, you kind of led me right into the point that, you know, I was having with, you know, in my head when this whole thing was brought up about uh, Elvis returning. And basically at this point in the season now, like we've talked about where we're 12 games below 500, I almost feel like you don't have anything to lose at second base. So you might as well leave them out there. It's
0: exactly my point.
1: Uh, you know, -er, Hanser, Hanser Alberto, like you said, is Hanser Alberto. He's going to play multiples positions all over the field. Like, you know, Leary used to do for the White Sox. Um, you know, he's Pedro Grafal's guy. You know, he, he was brought in because of Pedro Grafal, pretty much. Uh, you know, they had that relationship and he had seen him play and Pedro called him a gamer and you know, whatever, that's fine. Have your guy, but, uh, excuse me you know, and when it comes to who's going to be the everyday starting second baseman, I'd rather just, you know, let the kids play. I don't think at this point you're rushing any development, you know, Romy has had multiple stints at the major league level at this point. Now, Lenin has had multiple stints to major league level at this point. Uh, none of them all that successful, but Again, neither any of those times were more than a cup of coffee, you know what I mean? There there, there haven't been extended periods where we've seen either one of these guys. Uh, And I would like to see, you know, how they grow and how they make the adjustments. We've talked about the, you know, the 80 to 150 at-bat adjustment where, you know, a rookie that comes in or a young player that comes up and his first 80 or so at bats look fantastic. And then the league adjusts and then it takes another 70 to 80 at bats for the hitter to adjust. I would like to see that kind of uh, trajectory for the young kids on this team at this point, because what else do we have to lose? Yeah. Honestly, when you're sitting 12 games under 500 and now,
0: you know, we're looking at tomorrow's being June 1st, right? So or it's to- <sighs> so ridiculous. Um so. yeah, no, I'm hundred percent with you. It like like I said, I I'm tired of kicking the can down down the road on these guys for wash. Today's is today June first? No, tomorrow. You know, I, I'm I don't want to uh like I'm done kicking the can down the road on these guys. Like let's figure out what the heck we have because what we have on the major league roster right now. You know, you can delude yourself all you want, but this team is not going anywhere at this point. You know, like maybe if if this team catches absolute fire, then you win the division. And yeah, where do you go from there? I, I mean, who knows? I mean, it's like once you get into the playoffs, it's kind of... You know. Oh, I know the whole. It's a new season thing. It is. Uh, you know, like
1: I mean, uh, I mean, this team's really got to find a a a a level of consistency. to yeah, be able No,
0: hundred percent. Do something.
1: Yeah, and like th- we see those games like yesterday where they come out and they score twelve runs themselves. You know what I mean? And everything seems to click and work, but we don't see it fairly. Or fair? Excuse me. We don't see it fairly often enough.
0: Yep. No. Yeah. It's the thing. I mean, like we've been watching this since 2021, you know, since the all Star right. break of 2021, we're going on like two full seasons of this same nonsense and everybody acting shocked that, that they're doing the same thing that they've been doing for two years, expecting it to just magically flip a switch and change. And, you know, like, I just don't think it's going to, um, Speaking of this roster not performing, um, I wanted to bring up something um, and it's kind of one of those uh, one of those touchy subjects among amongst White Sox fans. Um, there was an article I believe it was Merkin the other day. I'm pretty sure it was Merkin uh, with Tim Anderson. And Tim Anderson saying that he was, you know, hoping to get his his quote-unquote big deal with the White Sox. And, you know, all the replies on the tweet of the article were, you know, oh, yeah, I'd love to give him the deal, but Jerry's not going to give him that deal. Jerry's too cheap. And, you know, oh, yeah, might as well just say buy now because they're never going to give him a big deal. My question is, what has he done since... To get a big deal? Yeah, what has he done since Memorial Day of last year? And I don't, you know, you can talk about injuries and whatever. But what, I mean, the guy hasn't hit a home run in a calendar year. Um, he's shown a bunch of, you know, I mean... Don't want to get too much into his personal life because that's rude. Um, But, you know, like, there's been a bunch of weird stuff going on in his personal life, which has clearly affected his professional life multiple times. You know, I mean, like... You can't tell me it hasn't. You know, like, I get it. Like, his, his best friend was shot and that, like, derailed him. And I get that. That's awful. You can't control that. But, you know, like... No, but he's actually played his best baseball
1: since that's happened. He now did. Now we've got to get past the other drama. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, he wants everybody to stay out of his business. Which is and fine. And yeah. I, like I said, I, it's fine. But, you know, you're in the public eye, dude. You did something. It's not, it, there's not a question of whether or not you did anymore. We all know you did. There's been an admission. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you did it. I don't know the ins and outs of it. You know, it obviously <laughs> seems like. His wife is sticking by his side at this point.
0: What I like, Go like I said, her. I don't care about that stuff. the 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 problem that I have with it, like I do, I th- like do I think it's scummy. Yeah, well, I think I think I think, I think it's scummy. But the thing is, is it's affecting his on field. At least I think it's you know screwing up his on field performance. Could just be yeah, that maybe, maybe he's just not as good anymore. Or maybe he's been injured for a year and a half. I don't know. All I'm saying is is that regardless of any of that stuff, you're still looking at not good performance, you know? And, like, this team can't handle any more of that. And you certainly can't afford to give a guy like that $200 million. Or, you know, I mean, like, let's be honest with the White Sox, you can't afford to give a guy that's not performing a hundred million dollars either and have that be the first hundred million dollar contract because the guy, I mean, we, we know, I mean, I know he took a walk today, but you know, the guy doesn't walk. So his batting average is his OBP. Right. You know, and it has been pretty much that way since
1: he's come into the league. Exactly. Years we talk about him, You know, winning the batting title, being top three in in, in batting average, you know, for three, four years straight where he's hitting, you know, over over a three or four season span, he was hitting, you know, close to 330. Yeah. When you hit 330,
0: if your OBP is like 40 points higher than, you know, than your batting average, you can live with a close to 400 OBP. You know, what you can't live with is when your OBP is 20 points higher than your 250 average you know like that that is not right. cutting it that's not good enough right. that's certainly not you know a 100 million dollar player worth unless this person has a stellar glove which which this season this guy has taken a decline again he yeah but the thing is is that the the problem is is that he'll disappear for 2 weeks on defense and make two errors a game for like three weeks and then he'll be fine for like another couple of months. But then he'll hit another streak where he's like for like a week, he's making like an error a game or two errors a game, you know? And that ends up, you know, torpedoing that, that worth in the defensive war, which obviously, you know, like his overall defensive war number is not my problem. But the problem is, is that, you know, you can't be giving away games for a month out of the season just with your glove, And your arm with your terrible throws, you know your your first baseman's shorter now. His arms aren't as long, so those throws that you could throw to Abreu, you can't throw to Andrew Vaughn, you know, because he can't. You know he can't reach up, you know, like eight feet up in the air and grab the ball. He just can't, you know. So, is is this you know? And like, like I said, this is a touchy subject for White Sox fans, you know, like everybody's like, ah, Tim's my guy, you know, ride or die, you know, like, you know, ride with us or get run over or whatever, or whatever that, uh, that quote was, (laughs) whatever that nonsense was. And, you know, uh, he's too, too cool for school and whatever. But like, the thing is, is that the performance is not there. I know we hit the the corn game home run, and you know, like that was cool. It Feels
1: like you know uh, that was awesome, but it also feels like that was the peak of his career so far. Yeah, yeah, and you know it's I dude. I'm a huge Tim Anderson fan, but I will not disagree with anything you are putting out there right
0: now. I don't want to you know, say crazy- it, but I mean, no, I like- don't want
1: to. I don't, don't want to have to agree with you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, like, the thing is, is that, you know, like, I'm not one person, you know, like, I'm not the person who's, you know, pounding on the, pounding on the table about fiscal responsibility and all this stuff. But, I mean, like, let's, well, now, let's And the, thing about the that breaks is here. Is, it's,
1: you know, you, you talk about, are the White Sox, you know, all the White Sox will never give him this big contract and and here we are kind of giving you the reasons of why they probably shouldn't. Yeah. But the
0: sad reality is is somebody will.
1: Somebody will.
0: Yeah. Fine. And like the thing is like I saw a uh I saw a uh segment on MLB today uh with uh Brian Kenny and uh Mad Dog Russo which Oh, Say yeah, what okay. you want about the, about that guy. He's a complete <laughs> moron. But the thing that they were talking about was Juan Soto possibly getting 400, you know, like possibly in the range of 440 million dollars and would you give it to him? And Christopher Russo is like, "Absolutely not." He's like, "I would never give any one player that amount of money." And Brian Kenny brought up Harper and Machado and he's like, "Okay, that's fair." He's like, "But the majority of these guys shouldn't be getting, you know, like the the guys that are getting like these colossal amounts of money shouldn't be getting it, which, which I agree with, you know, and, right. and a hundred million is not even really that much money. And, you know, I mean, I guess at this point, you know, depending on how long the deal is, I mean, it might even be market value for what he does if he starts hitting again. But the thing is, is that he hasn't. Right. So, I mean, at this point with how he's played over the last year, can you really you know like are you willing at this point to say confidently that he's going to return to what he was before the all-star break last year i'm not confident yeah. in saying that i'm not either uh unfortunately you know um
1: I- I- it's 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 a difficult conversation for me, even and I'm I consider myself a fairly rational White Sox fan. Uh you don't want to see Tim Anderson play in another uniform. But if that type of contract is gonna be the one that handcuffs them from making other splash deals that we would like to see Maybe in a time where there's another competitive window we're talking about here, or maybe a retool where we feel like there's some players out there that could make a difference for this team. But, you know, you've got the same front office in place and the same mm. owner in place. And I can hear the. The GM speak now. Well, you know, we were looking at so-and-so, but we really don't need him because we just spent $125 million on the next seven years of Tim Anderson. Yeah. You know, I can see that being the excuse for the handcuff on the payroll for the next coming however many years. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I hate to you know, bring up history as a a reference, but there it is. It's, it's in front of our faces. We've kind of gotten that rhetoric before where, you know, Hey, we were, we had a seat at the table, but it just didn't pan out for us. You know what I need uh, to do? Tim Anderson's our guy. We gave him all this money. So, you know, we're not going to go and look at any other Difference-making shortstops. You know, we might not even go out and look at the difference-making right fielder because Tim Anderson's our guy. Yeah. and, I, and like, it, it, it pains me to even say that in that sense. But, it, you know, and I'm not doing this to trash Tim Anderson in any way, shape, or form. It's more of an insight towards what I feel like can be expected in the event of a, another rebuild or
0: retool. In yeah, future. I mean, like, my, you know, just, yeah, just not, just does not make sense to me. And, like, I, I get it, you know, like, they're like, oh, he's our leadoff hitter, he's our spark plug, he's our guy. If he doesn't yeah, hit and he Anderson doesn't play defense, yeah, so I keep on hearing. And guess what? They're not going. They're, no, they're going nowhere <laughs> except for down the drain. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So is this who we're fighting for? Is that uh the guy who makes the White Sox go who haven't gone in two years? And he can't yeah. stay and he can't stay healthy on top of it, you know? I mean yeah. if you're gonna give the money to somebody, at this point, I don't know who you give it to. I mean, I guess you could say Luis Robert, but I mean like he goes into slumps for weeks at a time where he disappears as well. I mean I you know, like it's at this point it's just You know, I don't want to get into all the negative stuff, but I mean, yeah, no, I get it. But I mean, like, I'm just saying, you know, like, I don't know who at this point is like the guy that you pinpoint and you go, this is the guy. I don't see anybody like that on this team right now that I'm 100% confident in because nobody can stay healthy and nobody's consistently good. Yeah, six, seven
1: years ago, you could have made Jose Abreu that guy, and you didn't. So what makes you think they're going to d- do that with Tim Anderson now? And Jose Abreu was producing.
0: Yeah. Did you see him hit his home run the other day?
1: Oh, I, well, I, I saw the highlight of him sprinting yeah. around the bases and uh, jumping for joy as he uh, met his teammates just at the, you know, outside the top stair of the dugout there. Uh, you know, good moment for him, but wow!
0: <laughs> did you see the at bat after that? I did not. He got drilled. Oh, yeah, a Plunkaroo! Huh? Yeah, he got drilled right in the shoulder. Apparently, they the A's oh, did not high, appreciate huh? that. Yeah, so. Yeah, and I, I mean, I guess the A's don't appreciate much these days. With their with hey, they I won two in a row. Uh, I don't know what they're doing today, but uh, at yesterday and the day before, so they had won two in that, a row. Them up to twelve, twelve wins, uh? <sighs> something like that. I'm gonna look it up because I'm curious. Yikes! That is, that is. I mean, just even I think, think. I think it's that. twelve, so maybe thirteen max. ugly Let's Lord. He I mean, is? yeah, I guess it could
1: be worse. Could be an ace fan. My uh, ah, they lost. My
0: today. Wife. Yeah, what's the what's the record? Uh their record is uh uh one second.
1: Yeah, my wife's uh my wife's got uh family twelve and forty-six. 12? Oh yeah, see that's what I'm talking about. Twelve wins. Right ballpark. I didn't, wasn't sure if I was right on the nose there, but yeah. My wife's got family that, uh, you know, her her uncle is a uh, Chicago transplant out on the West Coast there. Uh, and, uh, you know, they live in the San Francisco area. So, uh, you know, they had the opportunity to be either be Giants fans or, uh, Oakland A's fans over there. And, uh, you know, like, Seems as uh though they might have chosen the wrong side, but <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah, they've they've been uh they've been they've been miserable with their uh when did know, when did they go there? there? Oh many moons ago. Oh okay, many all right.
0: Then that makes sense ago. because oh. I was gonna say if they've done it within the last fifteen years. No, we're talking like eighties. Okay, yeah. And then no, they, they had they had they their had steroid field season. run. Okay. Yeah, they did. They had their they time. Did. Yeah, so... And they had the 21-game win streak or whatever it was. They did. You know. They've
1: had some excitement in their yeah. lives, for sure. 100%. For sure. But, uh, man, oof, you want to talk about a tough run here lately. <laughs> you know, and now, uh, you know, with the news that uh, they are doing everything in their power to try to move that team out of there, they, they, they might just jump on the old Giants bandwagon. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think that they already approved a uh, a Las Vegas stadium plan or something so i'm that's i as far as i can tell it's pretty much a done deal and I, at this point i, I don't i don't know if any of the oakland fans would ever forgive the owner anyway so i think it's you know even if he had a change of heart and he's like you know what i'm gonna stick in oakland and oakland was like okay cool we'll help you guys uh we'll give you this land over here Uh, you can, you know, it's a nice location. You guys can build your park there. Uh, we'll help you build the park there. Even if any of that's, if all that stuff happened, there's still going to be a gigantic slice of the A's fan base that will never, ever forgive that guy ever. I mean, can you blame them? No, absolutely not. That's a, that's a tough sell, man. That's a tough sell. It really is. (laughs) <laughs> um yeah, so, no anywho. It's ugly. <laughs> um so uh Garrett Crochet has, has come back and um I you oh, know I didn't I, mean, I haven't even Beautiful. brought up Liam yet. Um but uh Garrett Crochet has come back and uh the luster has you know, everybody's uh fascination with his uh expansive backyard. Um Has is kind of waned a little bit as as his uh, his baseball has been getting hit around quite a bit as of late, and his command hasn't been as good. Um, You know, regardless of whether Liam gets hit around or not, uh, I don't think that that's going to matter. You know, the adoration of the fans, you know, and the the fact that he's you know overcoming what he's overcome. Um, You can't hate on the guy if he doesn't perform as well, and I don't blame him. I mean, no, I'll be honest with you, though. Uh,
1: You know, I get they wanted to his whole homecoming thing on a homestand, you know, whatever. Uh, But uh, it sounded to me like even Liam, you know, a week or so ago felt like he wasn't quite there, you know, listening to some of his interviews and, and people talk to him and they brought him back anyway. And we talked about this a little bit the past couple of shows about how he's getting, you know, dinged up a little bit down in the minors. I would have rather him seen, it, you know, again, are we really trying to salvage this season by bringing up Liam a week or two early? He's going to fix everything. You'll see. Nah, I mean, let the guy come back ready and, you know, be ready. He obviously is not. Yeah. If you look at what he's, his performances in the minor leagues were not fantastic. And then he comes up here and again, not dogging him or anything that happened with his treatment and his return. Uh it was a beautiful moment mm-hmm. for him 100%. at the stadium the other night with his tears in his eyes as the crowd chanted his name and you know gave him the standing ovation. Uh welcomed him back, you know, even before the game. All of that stuff was fantastic. You know, I almost even had a little 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 something welling up there. You know glisten. what I mean? Like Yeah, you know Really, really heartwarming moment. And I don't want to take anything away from that. But that moment could have been just as heartwarming in, say, a week, week and a half. Or a month. Maybe a little bit. The after the that, all-star that month, break. I after mean, he's
0: had time to get ready.
1: Right. You know, get stronger. That kind of treatment is going to drain and it's going to sap your strength a little bit. You know what I mean? And Yep. I, uh, I much rather would have seen them wait. But that's just me. Again, great story. You know, something to tell the grandkids. Yeah, you know, no. Uh, I mean, Make I, a movie out of it. I don't care. Yeah, but, for sure. But, you know, that movie would have been a whole hell of a lot better if Liam Hendricks would have came up and struck out the
0: side in his first appearance back. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he was, like, at uh, 100%. <laughs> and, like, right. the thing is, is that, like, as far as Liam Hendricks is concerned, like, absolutely amazing. Love the guy. He's, you know, him and his wife are phenomenal people. Oh, you were talking about she was fired up during that whole thing too, huh? They're good for her. Yeah, the problem I have is with the White Sox social media where they're posting all this, you know, and they peppered us with, like, all this Liam content, and after they lost— they're still peppering us with Liam content and it's like okay like that's awesome and everything like I'm really happy for him like like what he's doing is incredible but the team still sucks. Right? right. Ownership still sucks. <laughs> you know? The the way the money has been spent has been terrible. The roster construction is terrible. But yeah, Liam's awesome. Cool. You know? Yeah,
1: gonna beat that horse to death because it's you're grasping for that one final straw of something to hang on to to keep fans happy and interested, and uh, you know,
0: yeah, it's not faith gonna work.
1: Is waning, yeah. with oh. even some of your most faithful. Yeah,
0: well, there and, I mean, there's still some people that are, you know that will delude themselves for, you know, like probably another. Two listen, months.
1: man, I'm a, I'm a Sox fan no matter what. I've said this before on the show and I'll say it again. I love my boys. I will always continue to be that glutton for punishment as long as I live and breathe. Well, let's never say never, but you know, uh as of right now, you know, I'm feeling
0: like they're they're always gonna be my guys. Yeah, and but that's that's you fine. Guys suck. But yeah, but you the team suck. the team has been terrible. You know, you suck. like I'm sorry, you do. I mean, yeah, no. we got, we got Be mad at me for saying it. If I ever run
1: into one, he- screw you, you didn't believe in us. Yeah. And I'm talking about the team. Like I know they're, none of them are sitting here listening to you and I piss and moan about their performance right now, but let's just say they were, if they ever had, I'd tell them the same thing. Yeah, man. You know what?
0: Sox fan. Nice to meet you. You suck. Do something about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> like I wouldn't say you suck. I'd say, Hey man, the team sucks. It'd be nice if you guys could get it together, but like, you know, no, you know, no personal disrespect to you. I no, I, I, yeah, and no, like I'm the thing is, is that because or, I said no, no disrespect, I can say whatever I want, right? I've heard that that's the way it goes. <laughs> so I yeah, mean, I've heard that myself. <laughs> no disrespect, but you guys suck you know hey yeah, it was a joke i smiled and laughed when i said it right uh-huh. yeah yeah you can't you can't get mad i oh. said no disrespect yeah. um those you know those cuts go deep but yeah i didn't i mean I they see the, the results you know and obviously it's none of them are there. happy with the results you know i I, mean, I know that and i know that they would like to be doing better um and like at this point you know like you thought the talent was there and it hasn't shown up and like i at this point i'm kind of at a loss as as to what's going to fix it and like the thing is is that every single one of these guys who got these early contracts has either been terminally hurt or super inconsistent i mean you know they still put up some decent numbers when they're around but that's when they're around and Um, and, and those are the guys and and like, I, and I was all for those contracts when they happened and, you know, I would still, if I go, if I went back, you know, obviously not knowing what's happened since I, you know, if I went back then I would say the same thing. It makes sense because you thought that these guys were going to do big things and it just, it hasn't panned out and. You know, like I, I know that everybody, you know, complains about Rick Hahn and Jerry not finishing the rebuild. But the thing is, is that if we had Bryce Harper here, the problem is is that the rest of the roster has is still always hurt. You know, and Lance yeah. Lynn still throws nothing but fastballs. You know, and yeah. and Lucas Giolito... You know, does what Lucas Giolito does and Dylan Cease. You know, same thing. He could, you know, go out and strike out twelve, or he could, you know, walk six guys and strike well, out and four. That's the
1: thing it's it's like it, it, when you talk about things like that. When you talk about these guys who, you know, you brought it up earlier in the show. Luis Robert goes on these runs, and then he'll go into a maybe a short or even an extended slump. You know, same thing with Aloy. Aloy can get hot and. Get, and really smash and then you see these moments where he looks lost at the dish Dylan Cease who you know was what he finished top 3 in Cy Young voting last year he was our runner up overall i believe uh you know we we, we bring up the commercial in 2018 Lucas <sighs> was the worst pitcher at baseball worst pitcher
0: in baseball
1: you know all of these things but then we know we 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 see those moments where they're really good and we see those moments where they're really bad and you're going where, why, how are they not consistent? It seems like there's a focus issue to me. I mean, I I can't, if I have to pinpoint something, it's difficult to pinpoint anything, but the one thing just seems like they, they, they tend to lose focus. Yeah. And, and, I haven't looked at this. I wanted to ask you this before, you know, we get too deep into this, you know, whole focus thing, but, uh, is it just me? Do you have your, you know, do you have your stat machine in front of you? I mean, I'm sitting in front of a computer. Right. (laughs) Uh, Well, I am too, but unfortunately my screen's a little small here for what I was about to ask. I have, uh, I have
0: four screens in my immediate view, so I'm good.
1: Yeah. That's why I'm asking you. So, uh, is there a way to look up their uh, splits in day versus night? Games? I've
0: yeah, I was thinking about that because the other day. Actually,
1: it seems like they are just atrocious when the sun is up. I <laughs> mean, they're bad. It day really
0: game. does seem that and this way. Is doesn't without it? even looking, yeah, um, yeah. Give me one second here. I will bring that up in just a moment.
1: And I wish I would have remembered this earlier. I should have been more prepared. I apologize for asking you to do my legwork for me. Oh, ah, good. It's been on my mind a couple of times here, and it was actually on my mind this afternoon while I was at work, and the game was coming on, and I thought to myself, eh, they're probably going to lose. Even after that big game they had last night, they're probably going to lose because it's a day game, and they have not played well during the day as far as I can remember this season.
0: It is true. Um. All right. So here we got home and away. Uh, da, 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 da. Should be here. Uh, I've got home and away. First or okay. second half. Um. Why do I not see day versus night? Let me see what I can. I just feel like the thing is, it's been a a while since I've looked for that stat. I I mean, I know that I've seen it. I'm just trying to remember where the heck it is. Game conditions. There it is. Uh, So uh, we are looking at. uh, I mean, it's not really. uh, 239 batting average in the day, 242 at night, 291 OBP in the day. Or uh, yeah, and then three o four at night. Uh, The OPS is six seventy seven in the day and six ninety nine at night. OPS plus is eighty seven versus ninety. It's not that different. God, it's really. Uh, But that's but that is but that's hitting. Yeah, what's the record look like? Uh,
1: What's the overall record? Does it does it give you that overall record day versus night? It's poop.
0: That part I do know. Um, it does not. It says. Uh...
1: I don't know. I'll have to do some digging on that. Maybe we'll tweet something a little bit later. But
0: uh... oh, man, that's a. I think I'll leave that to Jay Cuda. That is entirely too much work for me, stat-wise, to even <laughs> think about. To even think about them at this point, I'm just. I'm so. Aggravated. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about the day and night uh records. It doesn't for whatever reason it doesn't it doesn't say, which is stupid. Um oh probably because I'm looking at batting and not just team to- team totals, I guess. That's probably what it is, I guess. Um but then I can't look at this yeah, I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to oh, dig oh, around. Uh, yes, I'd have to dig around. okay
1: I, I've got it here okay. actually uh the white Sox are nine and eighteen in day games <laughs> and fourteen and
0: sixteen in night games Well there you go we just never play day games ever again and they've had a lot of day games you know so far this year actually like that's one thing yeah. I noticed is that I, like I see the I see the games on entirely too much, like, they're on at work a lot. And actually, like, uh, I noticed that about the minor leagues as well, is I feel like they've been playing more day games during the week. This year? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, hmm. um, Brian Ramos uh, made his triumphant return to double-A. And uh, he went zero for four yesterday, and uh, last I looked, he was three uh, what is he right now he's three for three with three singles uh, and they got murdered 13 to two uh Matt Thompson two home runs gave up five runs in 4.2 innings walked four struck out four just continues his string of just super inconsistent in. you know just running his pitch count up early walking guys when he can't afford to 53 of 92 for strikes ouch yeah it's uh it's it's no bueno um yeah on a good note you know note that's though, one of
1: those, that's another one of those things when you know when the, that uh young the, the the youth movement was happening in the white Sox draft uh during the you know the rebuild years and uh we talked about it was it man was thompson, thompson Dawkins. Thompson, Dalquist, and, and Stever—you could even throw in that uh, that mix of—you uh, know—Stever was a
0: college pitcher,
1: though. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying prep, but I'm just saying Jared during Kelly. that that time that time frame, and Jared Kelly as well. Yeah, yeah. but uh, you know, we were we were kind of hoping with those all four of those names, really, we're going to kind of come up and do something, and uh, yeah, so far it hasn't been great for any of them. Who drafted him? <laughs> that would be a, uh, a hosteller draft,
0: wouldn't it? Yeah. For both of those drafts. Oh, all of those. Yeah. yeah. All those guys. Just so not Mike Shirley. Um, no, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, on that tip though, uh, Jared Kelly yesterday looked really good. Uh, he didn't start. He piggyback started. Where uh, I think Brooks Goswine made the start. Is that is that who made it? I think I think that's who made it. Um, I know I just saw it. I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, yeah, Brooks Goswine made the start. He took over uh, in the fifth, and he pitched the f- uh, three innings. Fifth, sixth, and seventh. Fifth inning was seven pitches. And in the 6th and the 7th, he struck out the side. Okay. Yeah, he walked one guy. The guy stole second base. Uh, there was a missed tag on the, on this, on the, uh, on the steal. Otherwise, uh, he would have been out. Um, and then Kelly balked. And he went to third. And then the guy stole home. And the home plate umpire botched the call on the slide into home and he was called safe, but otherwise he would have had three clean innings uh, with, you know, nothing else. No, no, uh, no hits, six strikeouts in three innings. Impressive. And he looked really good. You know, I mean, he came. that's, That's pretty okay. I mean, that's like, I mean, especially, you know, watching what he's done up to this point, like that is complete one eighty, um, nice, yeah. Um, I will take that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, you hope for the consistency there. Let's see more of that. That's yeah. That's exactly what I said. I was like, I, I and like thing is, is I don't know what the reasoning is. You know, I mean, is it that the grasshoppers are are not good? Or they just had a bad game? Was it because he wasn't starting and he didn't have anxiety? Um, was he just due to have a good game? You know, like I you, obviously you have to see repeated performances for me to say. You know, because I, I've been watching him for a few years now. It's one game's not gonna not gonna change things. I mean, right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was excited watching that performance, but am I ready to say, ah, the star is back, you know, like yeah, give him, give him the keys to yeah. the organization. Yeah. I mean, like I'm not, I'm not <laughs> at that point, but you know, it, at least it's not what's been happening and what the, you know, what the ultimate outcome of, of all this is. I, you know, of course, obviously I don't know, uh, Ladderen Joyer says, I want to say it's like 10 to 18. Which one did I? uh, What's 10 to 18? 10 and 18. The org got swept today. Yes, they did. Uh, And I believe the org, let's see, the Dash scored one. The Knight scored zero. uh, The Cannonballers scored one. So that's two runs. uh, And the baron scored two. So that's four runs, so the, yeah, the, the entire organization scored nine runs today through uh, on, on, in five teams. So oh. it, was, it was not a good day. Um, yeah, it was just not I mean, like the one good thing about about that is that uh, at least my highlight video work didn't take very long. I mean, at least, at least that's a positive, uh, that's like a little off your plate there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like yesterday, yesterday alone, I spent like, other than watching the dash game, like it took me a long time to, to do the, all the videos of the dash because the umpires, the umpiring crew was so awful. They screwed up like six or seven calls in that game, and we're talking like not missed ball and strike calls. I'm talking like plays in the field. They screwed up. Like it was that bad. Like it took it took forever. So like when you know when I get a day like this, um, you know I, it's like you know it's a bummer that uh, you know that uh, that they're. You know, like the way I look at it is, you know, know, like how I've said multiple times, if I didn't have the minor leagues and I only watched the White Sox, how it would be an absolute miserable existence. The awesome thing about the minor leagues is that even when the entire organization gets swept, when I go and do the minor league highlights, there are still individual performances that I can watch and be happy about. You know, and right. it's not it's not a ultimate thing, you know, like with the White Sox, if they lose, like even if Yoan Mankata has a good game and they lose, they still suck, you know, <laughs> but if right. but if I go if I go and watch uh, the Cannonballers and they lose uh, two to one today, I think it's three, three to one, two to one or three to one. And uh, and Shane Murphy. Pitches uh, five innings in fifty-one pitches and throws forty-one out of like fifty-three strikes or whatever the whatever whatever absurd number it was. When he goes out and does that, I can be excited about that, even though they lost because it's about development. You know, it's not about focusing on the the wins and the losses. You know, like with the White Sox. Yeah, I mean, you know, you have a little bit of this, you know, where you're looking to build towards something, but in the grand scheme scheme of things, if they lose, they lose. Even if I see some positive developments, they're still losing, you know, and we're in the contention window, you know, quote unquote. And so, you know (laughs) what I'm saying? Exactly. You know, so like.
1: I'm not convinced of that, but yeah, I, you know,
0: obviously it's, it's. it's uh it's been said many times many ways yeah it, uh, yeah, I mean like that's that's the good thing is that like I you know when I when I had like the the minor leagues are like my happy place, I can go there yeah. and I can generally find at least a couple of things that i I can watch and be like, okay, you know, even. Even if it is a delusion of grandeur that said player is doing something in advanced A and that, uh, you know, he's building up to something and he's going to be a really good player one day. Even if it's a delusion of grandeur and it never ends up happening, at least it's not an ultimate, you know, like win or loss. You know right now and I I
1: get exactly what you're saying because I don't watch nearly what well, well I'll be honest with you I don't watch pretty much any minor league baseball besides the highlights that uh thankfully uh you put up on uh on on our Twitter feed but uh you know I, I get where you're coming from because in those highlights I have something that gives me hope to look forward to within this White Sox organization, especially the way they're playing baseball right now, you have to have some sort of hope to keep your fandom kind of aligned and, and, and moving in a, in a positive direction, at least thinking that maybe just maybe, Hey, you know what? This guy down here in Canapolis, he's uh he, he could be somebody. Someday it's, I'm looking forward to seeing what this guy can do in say three years when, uh, he makes his big league debut, you know? Uh, you know, I had that at the beginning of this season, I had that thing going for Oscar Colas, who seems to have, you know, basically fallen off the face of the earth here, even down in the minor
0: league system lately. But, uh, yeah, he's turned into a single sitter, by the way, guy hasn't, yeah, guy hasn't know, hit a home he, run in ages. Well, it feels he's like. Not- he's not
1: much of a singles hitter right now either to be honest
0: I mean you know he went uh, two for four today I think or something like that but you know both singles I mean to be honest it's like you know like the 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 dash and the cannonballers started off super hot the barons were terrible uh out of the gate and the knights were they're okay um the knights are still yeah they're pretty you know they're not great, but you know they're you know at least better than they were last year. I guess uh, the Barons are still terrible, but the Dash and the Ballers have both uh, like the entire like team wide slumps. You know, I haven't I haven't actually looked in a while. Um, I should look and see what uh, like Tim Elko's numbers are because he hasn't been doing he, he hasn't I don't think he's hit a home run in like two weeks.
1: Yeah, I mean he was really really hot. Yep, you know, coming back and and making his uh, return to baseball, but uh, since kind of come back down to earth, you know, Ladder Enjoyer, I, I know you saw the comment here saying that uh, he needs uh, he needs you on duty for all of the Schultz highlights. Oh, I not cannot wait. Yeah, everybody's looking forward to seeing you know all of you know eighteen feet tall <sighs> Noah Schultz come out and and pitch so. You know, uh, I will be looking forward to that as well.
0: I cannot wait your to highlights. just see this seven-foot-tall behemoth hurling a little white pill, 60-foot-six inches, you know? like I can't wait. It's like, I, you know, I would absurd, hate to be a but... batter
1: facing oh, this man. guy because it, 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 it's reminiscent of early Randy Johnson days. Batters look like he was reaching out to touch me. I mean, it's...
0: It's reminiscent of that, except for his commands. Better, like Randy Johnson when he was uh, when he was young.
1: Oh, early like in his, his career, his, his command you was duck.
0: Oof. so. <laughs> you
1: better get out of the way. It took him quite a while to find it too. This was not it an overnight process. Took years, yeah,
0: and especially if you were a bird. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah, but obviously uh, the No Schultz thing. Super stoked about that. Uh, can't wait to finally get eyes on that, dude. That That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, like another thing, you know, uh, something that's been fun over the last uh, week is, uh, you know, like even though, um, you know, like cannonballers haven't been playing as well as they did for the first month, um, you know, a couple of guys have come up from Arizona. Uh, there's a guy, uh, Ethan Hammerberg, who just came up. And like, I, you know, obviously I saw him get baseball. Oh, it's a, yeah, it's a good one. And, you know, like I I saw, obviously I saw the name and I read the scouting reports, blah, blah, blah. You know, you know how that always goes. You know, it's like, oh yeah, this guy's, uh, you know, he's got a 40 grade, this and a 50 grade, this, it's all garbage. Um, so I finally got to see him pitch the other day and he's fun. He's fun. He throws yeah. a, a lot of strikes. Uh, nasty. Yeah, I tweeted about him tonight, um, and uh, I think it was uh, they played a double header on Saturday, maybe, um, that I posted. his. Uh, he struck out four in two innings the other day, and today he pitched one inning, struck out two, and uh, his he's got like a slider and a curveball and a fastball and a changeup, and they're all good. So, uh, he might be really fun. Yeah, he might, he might be really fun. Uh, there's this guy out of, uh, that, uh, they signed as a free agent out of Iowa, Ben Butel. And, uh, he's a left-handed, uh, like, it's not three quarters and he's not completely sidearm. He's more like, uh, I don't know, maybe like, uh, two thirds, maybe, I guess. Okay. Uh, his, his, um. His arm slot's pretty bizarre, but he's got lots of movement on his pitches. And, he, you know, he doesn't throw hard, but he's has um, a lot of movement. And he's, he's kind of fun. You know, I always, you know, like I, I put on the tweet, I was like, I'm always um, intrigued by the possibilities of a sidearm pitcher, you know. Um, they don't come along that often, really, at this point anymore. You know, I mean, it's kind of with these – uh you know the the day and age of the everybody throws 96 miles an hour for the most part like that day and age kind of phased most of those guys out because guys that throw that hard are generally never sidearm you know right so um but uh yeah he looks fun yeah i mean uh you know there's some things going on down there and uh you know obviously uh no, Schultz flew down to North Carolina the other night. Got some uh, yeah. other good news for you. Some juicy stuff I'll tell you off air. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's one of those things that it's just, I don't want to be the person to say it. Um, but.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, no. No, no, it's not it's, bad stuff.
0: It's good stuff. Is that bad? No, it's good oh, stuff. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's good stuff. I, I just don't want to be the one talking about it, you know. Um, Got Gotcha, gotcha. But um Yeah, you know, I mean like there's there's some positive things in motion and uh unfortunately like as far as like uh you know letter enjoy. Oh her-
1: by the way, to to our listeners, uh you know, depending on what it is he tells me, he says, I'm I'm not gonna leave you hanging if I feel like it's something that I will be able to say. Yeah. <laughs> um the uh
0: you know, like I mean, despite well, you know, the f- you can't tell you can't tell people like, hey man, I like, got some yeah, I, got some no, juicy I absolutely stuff, can, but I can't tell you. No, I absolutely can. I can. <laughs> it's one of those things. It's like you know, like somebody tells me something, I'm not just going to go and blab it out. You know? Ah, uh, Roger that. I, yeah. All right, I get. I mean, it's like okay. you know, you know what I mean. You know, as Ladder and Joyer brings up, you know, that the org got swept today. I mean, there still are some. You know, like I said, there are still some good things going on, and there's some. You know, personal triumphs. You know, from our uh, from some of our prospects and some of our guys that are playing in the org, and you know, cool. I'm just happy I got that instead of uh, just only the White Sox because man, that was a brutal time. Okay. Um, you got anything else? I can't disagree.
1: No, man, it about wraps it up for me this week. You know, uh, again, I feel like uh, broken record saying this, but I'm hoping to better baseball in the coming week so that we have something to talk about, uh. but. uh you know, we shall see. It remains to be seen.
0: Yeah, uh, WhiteSocksDaily.substack.com. Uh at Daily White Sox on Twitter, uh, White Sox Daily on YouTube and on Facebook. Um, eventually, I'm going to get this multi-stream thing happen, and I just haven't had time because my kids' baseball season has been running me ragged. Uh, which you know, we're going to be in Grand Rapids for a baseball tournament this weekend. So we had uh, a game, we had a tournament uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Then we had Monday off. We had a game on Tuesday, had practice today, game tomorrow. Friday, we drive to Michigan. Saturday, we have a doubleheader. Sunday, we probably have a doubleheader as well.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's a lot of baseball.
0: Just, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um yeah, so but uh yeah, obviously I'm looking forward to the No Schultz thing. It will be on my phone. Uh as I you know, I will definitely have it on my phone and be watching it as it's going on. You know, but that's about that's about all I can do until it's done because of uh the way that they changed the app on the iOS devices, which drives me nuts, but whatever we're gonna do. I'll have to I'll have to get those highlights out later. Either that or record the whole stinking game. Which I don't want to do. Yeah, crickets. <laughs> um, anyway, um, thanks for coming hanging out in the chat. Uh, thanks for watching, guys. Uh, this will be available in podcast form at any one of your favorite podcast purveyors. Uh, the stream will be up on the, the U-tubs uh, later this evening. And... Uh, we appreciate you guys coming and watching and uh, chatting it up with us and uh, dropping, you know, questions and things in the, uh, in the sub stack. Appreciate that. And uh, we'll catch up with you guys next week. Hopefully we can get back onto a somewhat normal schedule. My baseball schedule has been so hectic that we've had to, you know, um, do a little bit of a uh, audible on days when we're doing our stream and, Well,
1: your baseball, my goofy health. Yeah, whatever. I wasn't going to bring that up.
0: number of things. You know. Um, You feeling better, by the way?
1: Yeah, recovery's uh, not as quick.
0: Well, you dipped out, too, but. Noise gate? You got me? I do, yeah, but I think it's because your microphone's pretty far away. Yeah, I'm actually right on top of it. What? What Talking
1: about. Yeah i don't know maybe it was just a uh it's right, it's right yeah there. okay
0: okay all right anyway yeah recovery is what
1: anywho uh recovery wasn't happened as quickly as i would have liked or hoped for but uh i i am better uh you know made my return to work uh a few days back and uh yeah, you know, hoping for the best. I still have some things that I need to go follow up on, and you know, I, I'm kind of hoping they news, the news—the news they give me—is uh, fairly benign. You know what I mean?
0: So here's hoping.
1: Um, uh, yeah, you know, gotta gotta have the old uh, camera up the wahoo, and uh, yeah. you know, gonna go the, take video. Yes,
0: the wonderful uh, pleasures of being a 40-plus-year-old yeah. man. Hooray. Yeah,
1: I well, you know, <laughs> the fact that I am uh, creeping up on 48 here and haven't had it done yet is I'm well overdue anyway. So, you know, my doctor's been on me for years about it. And, well, so a little little health issue is going to force
0: my hand on that one. But, uh yep. you know, I get to go star in a movie. Ooh. <laughs> Hooray. Mike Honcho. Yeah. Um, all right yeah anyway uh you guys have a great night and we will catch up with you guys next week and uh thanks for coming and hanging out and we will talk to you guys soon thanks have a great night bye